This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. It seems that there is a young man who is going to visit your wife every morning. I see we have a visitor. I'd like him to be treated with the greatest of consideration. From now on, he will eat every meal with us and share all we have. This up for him! I was, was lost, is that a new suit for The point is, Tilly, you will meticulously look after him. What is happening? It's just a silly game that me and my husband play in real time. If he vanishes, if anything happens to him, I'll kill you. Was blind, but now I see. So we're listening to the film trailer of The Suit, directed by Jared Kutsia, a 2016 film. But today we're talking about The Suit, the play on stage, which perhaps is going to be more nuanced. It's going to really deliver more complex emotions because that's what stage is. It really, really digs deep, deep, deep because you don't have the the latitude of cinematography to do the work for you. So the acting has to deliver that for you. So what is The Suit? Well, it's based on the short story uh, banned by an investigative South African journalist and author, Can Temba, titled The Suit. It was set in the 1950s in Sophia Town against the backdrop of forced removals around that time in South Africa um, under the newly imposed Group Areas Act at the time. What the suit does is tell a very personal story um, above this, this, this political background. And what it does is it tells the story of a man, Philemon, and his wife, Matilda, when he discovers that Matilda is probably having an affair. And then it is how fraught, tense, complex the relationship becomes between husband and wife as they try to... Uh, fathom, I'm not even going to say rationalize, as they try to just kind of process the betrayal in the relationship over and above the broader complexity of what's happening in the country. And um, when we looked at the synopsis of the suit um, and how the relationship unfolds, I thought of a modern day term that young people use, which is gaslighting. And that, and that what starts to happen is the husband in his anger starts to gaslight the wife who starts to then develop a, a greater sense of alienation from him. And I think the story, even with that 1950s context, is relevant in 2023. It doesn't matter where you are in the world, relationships between husbands and wives are difficult things. And when you add to that the layers of social pressures, politics, it becomes even more so. So joining us in studio, renowned, renowned South African thespian, Vusi Gunene. Uh, he stars as Philemon. Good morning. Good morning, Lerato. We also have uh, Kujo. Kujo is unable, unable to join us today. Brian so. Temba. Yeah. 
Okay. Yes. Starring as the other man. Um. <laughs> what does that mean? Ish. Yeah. The other man. What I was supposed to be the initial man. Are you the suit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are the suit. Give it to the suit. Yes. I okay. Am the suit. <laughs> and Brian Tamba, any relation? Uh no. Okay. No. And then we're joined by somebody who's very special to me, Waruna Siane. She's the director of the play. But Waruna and I grew up together. Uh, her mother, Mid Joyce, um, was almost like a godmother to me with her aunt, Mematuso. And Waruna is an actress herself, but turned director, writer, and wow. Hey, Larado. Oh, Waruna, it's so beautiful to see you. It's beautiful to see you too, and thank you for having us here. Okay, so firstly, Waruna, as the director, tell us about the story, because I've given a synopsis and I'm not sure I've done justice to it. So what is The Suit? I think you've given, you've done a lot of justice to it. So ours is The Suit concertized. So there's an edit element to it. Um, We have an orchestra, 24-man orchestra, uh, that is just absolutely amazing. So we're telling the narrative of the story along with the music. And so the music and the narrative become sort of uh, two piece, two peas in a pod in the telling of the tale of this relationship that gets fraught and how um, <clears throat> essentially intimacy can, in, in, in pursuing intimacy, you can lose yourself. So our suit looks at Matilda. Matilda is a... Our Matilda was a renowned, yes, the wife, Mm. was a renowned violinist who toured the world and all of that and then got married and so sacrificed herself and her passion to the marriage. Um, And then as the story unfolds, she rediscovers her passion and rediscovers why it is that she wants to be living and to be alive. So what is this? So, So from what you're saying to me, even though you've concertized it and added music for an additional complexity. So this is about somebody making a sacrifice for the relationship. Yes. And the relationship still not offering the sanctuary and safety net that she thought it would do. Yes. I mean, the relationship does offer the safety net, but you can't you can't enter a relationship not fully yourself and then expect to grow thrive. the relationship and thrive, you know, and expect the other person to thrive as well. And so through that sacrifice, you need to know what it is that you're sacrificing and sacrificing your passions to enter into a relationship is is almost counterintuitive because <laughs> you're, you're going into a relationship for passion. And if you don't have passion for the relationship, then nothing's going to be quite fruitful. Do all people go into relationships for passion? Well, I mean, it's my dreamer space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ideally, they should. Mm, right. But some people go into relationships for many other things. For sure. Yep. Yeah. And she and so went into it for stability up. and, you know, okay. uh, because as a musician, a classical musician in the 50s, black woman at that you know, yeah. Okay, so Philemon, the husband. Yeah, um, it's 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 about the the expectations of society. Philemon has to be a man, get married, and he picks this flower. Then Matilda, on the other hand, also feels So they get into this, but then there's a lot. Uh, things that come out into the relationship because sometimes when we do things, when we get married and there are things we sacrifice, things we don't bring in, we can't bring into the relationship and those things can cause a cancer in the relationship. 
Well, I think regardless of whether you get married young or old, black or white, marriage is a sacrifice. You, is. Ca- you can't come in as your core self. There are some things you have to shed in yes. order for mm-hmm. that marriage to work. And those things can actually become a problem if, you know, sometimes you leave them and they are really a big part of you. Like your career, like your dreams, your aspirations. And does Philemon, is Philemon expected to make big sacrifices for the relationship? Well, Philemon puts it upon himself, I believe, that I'm a man. I need to get married and I need to, to look after my family. So he gets Matilda and he makes sure he takes care of her. But in, in all of that, you know, sometimes you, you, you abuse without realizing. Mm. You know, uh, you, you're loving, but you're abusing. Mm. You know, things like that happen. So I'm also hearing here a dynamic, the other man, which is, <laughs> which is society says men show up, uh, be a provider, protector. Right. But at times that's all that men do. They don't right. dig even deeper exactly. beneath the surface, but beyond that role. And he says, right. I've done what I was expected to do. And now, Matilda, you're here wanting more. You're wanting my emotions. You're wanting my sensitivity. Exactly. It's more than what we bargained for. Right. And, and, and men are allowed to be vulnerable. Okay. We have to be vulnerable. But I, 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 I should think in those days, uh, a man was, shouldn't be seen to be vulnerable. He's a provider and his way goes. Mm-hmm. You know, don't question the man. If you want to be a musician, go somewhere else. But in my house... You are wife. the wife. So mm-hmm. stay and be the wife. Raise kids and do all those things. You know, which I think it's ridiculous, to be honest. We can say that, but uh, you'll be amazed what's happening on the streets of Johannesburg. Yeah. Yeah. The expectations uh, yeah. on women here in Johannesburg. In Johannesburg? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Because I believe, okay, for, for me, my take is Matilda was, um, was robbed of her passion, of her love. And as a musician, I'm a, I'm a musician by, um, you know, my first love is music. Yeah. Uh, and, and if music had to be taken away from me, I, would, I, I don't think I'd be breathing. And I think, you know, as Budvusi said earlier on, it's society's expectations. Right. So society says, and it still says in mm. 2023, yeah. when you're married, that's your paramount responsibility. Right. No. So it doesn't matter that you are in line to be CEO of a company. Yeah, no. It cannot come... At the expense. So women are constantly making trade-offs right. because society is telling them nah. to make trade-offs. Even into, Emma, you're nodding, Waruna. It's very, very true. Yes. No, I get that and I see it. But um, I'm, I'm putting myself in, 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 the, in those shoes and thinking, if I were to be told, leave music, leave acting, leave, leave the arts and go work in an office and be a business management somebody or whatever i would i wouldn't okay. li- i wouldn't li- live my truth i would okay. live somebody else's truth but let's not talk about matilda and her husband let's talk about the other man <laughs> tozamile uh, ofias mm. that's that's what he's called mm. so tozamile is um matilda's partner in music so they grew up together they they were playing in the orchestra together they the duo was incredible because they, 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 they created music together. So, so one without the other didn't work. Okay. So he needed Matilda to complete himself, like to okay. complete the music situation. So um, in, in, in that and, have, and them having that kind of connection, they, they grew to love each other. But they, they, they were afraid to, to venture into, into that love while they, were, they had 
they had each other until she got married to Philemon. When she got married to Philemon, now the connection was severed. And now uh, he had to go in, on his way. And his music career actually suffered, you know, because of that. So they felt rudderless. Yes. You see, until um, uh, um, the other man, Tozamile, um, now he had to make an, ends meet. And he had to sell insurance. He had to sell funeral cover and all of those things. So he's going door to door in in. Uh, um, uh, um, Mm. Sophia Town, and 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 he bumps into the house where they lived. So mm. that's when the problem started. Now, so he neglected to tell the woman that he loved her when he had the chance. She also neglected to say, "Oh, you know, those days women never said that. You know, they were never upfront. Yeah. yeah, they were never. You know, um, so when they reconnect, that's when the trouble started." So you, you, you have two men who have what Matilda needs. Yes, basically. Yeah. She needs love and passion yes. and she needs security, security. and stability. Exactly. Yes. So Matilda actually is the winner in the story. Yeah, yeah basically. Yes, she is. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> basically. She definitely is. <laughs> okay, and there is no way a man who has taken it upon himself to be a solid pillar in her life is going to accept the flame no, on the no, other side. No, 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 of course not. No, no course because not. what are you sacrificing? Why, why, why are you leaving all of, all of this provision? Com- yeah. That I, all of this comfort. stability and comfort that I'm giving you for Passion. what? Dreams, <laughs> you know? So that's the... That's the da- so does the, the husband even ever try to rationalize this with her? Uh, so what I'm saying is this kind of conversation you're saying, you're having in your mind... Why would you leave? That sounds to me like a man trying to understand what it is. And yet I'm of the opinion, and it's just an opinion, that there's no man who's going to rationalize anything when his ego yes. has been bruised like that. And, and that, that is, the, that is the, the tragedy, I suppose, about Philemon, that he, 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 he goes through, he stews in his mind about the possibilities of it. Why would she do it? Why would she? How could she? But never really asks her why. His first response is, okay, you've done me wrong. Now let's see if this person, this thing, can be the third person in the house now. Because Philemon feels he has done everything right. Mm. He's, he's given this woman every, everything a woman needs. He's done what a man needs to do. So what more do you want? This is a flipping of the script, you know, Budvusi. Let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because when a man mm. cheats on a woman... um. She says, I've done everything right. I've stood by you. I've supported you. I've loved you. I've honored you. I've taken care of your kids. I starch your shirts. And you still did the wrong thing. And then society tells the woman, oh, but you know what men are like. Mm. And yet she feels as wounded, as aggrieved as a man. So mm. why, why is it a different response for a man to come across infidelity versus how a woman should respond to infidelity? I, I suppose because of what what a man is told that you, you are the provider so that mm. makes you king mm. you know um and I, I, there is this concept that we you know bomeba bangata no so baba bang statistics don't back that up <laughs> no, because 51% of the population is women 49% are men that actually yes. just means two women yes, in a room of 100 in a in a world of yeah. 100 people hmm. 49 men will have 49 women. 
there's two women out. So it's actually just the 2% of women who can't yeah. find men. Every other woman can find a man. Just saying, <laughs> just mathematics, say, yeah, yeah. mathematics. I'm, liking, so, I'm really liking it. <laughs> <laughs> so only, only two women per hundred can have dalliances. It's not necessary for everybody else. Just saying. <laughs> I, like, I like stats. I like numbers. I, I hear you. And this I is where, you. I mean, this is where I suppose we can make the case for polyandry, right? Yes. So, for just two women. You know, yeah. No, but so Matilda is okay. Like, hmm. yes. She's leveling the playing field. Completely. <laughs> okay. So where, where, Waruna, where, where does the political context come in? Because that now becomes another layer, another dimension to the story. So we don't spend a lot of time on the political context, but it, it's used to frame the, the, the collapse of the relationship. Mm. So so once 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 Phil discovers that Matilda has had an affair, uh, it happens around the, around 1959, where then the forced removals happen, mm-hmm. and so that's how that's how we frame it, that that destruction then becomes a a, a representation a representation a metaphor of the disruption <coughs> and the destruction of the relationship. But we don't spend a lot of time on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the intention is to create this love story. Of the time that is faulty, that is um, marred by respectability politics of the day and all of that. Mm. And that backdrop of the forced removals then is just an inkling of what was happening. Yeah, And it taints it. Yeah, I love what you're saying. That era is when men wrote letters to women to woo them. Mm. It's when dating was a proper thing. Mm. It's when people got dressed up for dates, that respectability. So everything was always a facade. Yes. We don't deal with raw emotions. We deal with the appearance of things. Yeah. And you disrupt the appearance of things. Yeah. Um, I, I have the opportunity to show, you know, or to, to say what I've felt over the years. And to, um, and I'm not going to let that uh, stop me from doing that. Hmm. In, that in that, in doing that, I'm giving her the freedom yeah. to also... Um, um, explore what she fe- what she's been feeling and w- mm. the freedom that she's been lacking. So, Brian, how does the music help to really um, embellish the love? How does it oh, how does man. it help to really say so much that the words can't say? Um, I, I mean, we live we live daily with music mm. in our lives, whether you know wherever. Me more so. <laughs> yeah. mm. When I hear strings, when I hear um, uh, cellos, and uh, oh, it's just it just completes the picture. Are you classically trained? No, but I'm, you love the music in all genres. I'm, I'm not trained, but I'm a musician okay. um, um, uh, uh, first before right. anything. Yeah. And uh, um, for me, I think I think okay, th- this is my view. <laughs> if there was no music in this show. Yeah. It would it would not be what it is. Yeah, for me, you know, um, I think the music is it plays a huge part in in because throughout the show you have an underscore of an orchestra and and piano and a, and a, and a cello because she used to be a musician who played a violin. Violin, yeah. So you have that you you have all those elements and it, and you see the dynamics. You see the show grow. You see the the show go down and it's sad. The music depicts all of that. Yeah. And there's nothing like a 24-piece orchestra oh, to do man. just that because oh. there's the heaviness of the bass. Yes. There's the joy it's of everything. the violin. Yeah. 
there's the softness of the piano. So all of those things are, yeah. like, are coming across. Oh, it's beautiful. And what has that meant for you as a director? Because you're directing the acting, the storytelling. But I think you've got to have a musical ear so that it complements. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I love music. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for strings, which is also quite a, a great thing for me because, whoa, uh, so it's a play with music, right? So that means that both have to be working hand in hand. Hmm. Nothing, so the, the narrative doesn't take over and the music doesn't take over. They're both mm. part of the same narrative mm-hmm. and they're telling the story. So... It's been a challenge, first and foremost, because musicians work mm. quite differently from us, mm. you know, from, from performers. Musicians, they come, they know their score, they do their thing, they go. Yeah. So um, so to have the long extended hours of rehearsals and all of that has mm-hmm. been um, a challenge for them. But it's been quite exciting to see the two come together, mm. to have the live... Because we've been working, we were working just with a piano in rehearsal. Mm. And then to have now the, the full... Body, body of the orchestra yeah. to have the vocalists as well that we're working with it's just been absolutely okay. amazing so you've got apparently i can see here from what i'm reading a, a heavy hitters like you've got a yeah a cast of so, all the big names yeah i mean we've got Vusikunene, we've got brian, brian temba we've got kucho green right? who plays matilda and right. we've got job kobazi and Alistair Dube, who were in the original adaptation in 1993. Right. So, I mean, th- 30 years later, they're still here. And then we've got Tsepozo Tetsi and Viwe Mkwizana as the... Tsepozo Tetsi is a musical director and yeah. Viwe Mkwizana is the uh, orchestra right. manager. So, like, the the music is just absolutely phenomenal. Right. And then we're working with Kaya Dube as yeah. the... She calls herself a movement architect. Okay. So all the movement sequences and the piece, the gestural work has been created okay. by her. Yeah. And Budvusi, let's bring you back into the conversation. When I when I when I read about Philemon and I think of your other roles, Esbaya and others, I'm like, that's who you are. That's 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 who South Africa sees you as. This steady, solid, strong, um, unflustered man. Is that typecast or is that you, you now? I would say it's it's typecast and it's part part of partly me. There, there is me in that, but I, I do I do feel that it's, it's it's typecast. So this is a role that suits you perfectly. Yeah, well, no roles like this are very challenging and they, they're always good Stretchy. to play. Yeah, they, they they take you to places you you never imagined you'd ever go. Like where emotionally. Um. Okay. For instance, in 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 this, there's this thing that says "kill her," mm. but it also says "you love her," "you love her." But mm. you know, it, it, that's that's when even the music works because you, your, your music is like you confide in in the music. You 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 talk to the music, and then another piece of music just jerks you inside. It makes things happen inside you and you, you just want yeah. to do things and then it calms you. Yeah. And yeah. it calms you, you know. So th- this is a role that's, uh, it's, 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 it's different from Jack. Yeah. It's different from Funani in that it has a lot in it. It, it has a l- many layers, many, many layers, more layers than Jack, yeah. more layers than Funani. And the wrestling of the conscience. Yes. Is what I'm having. Any tragedy in the play without giving away secrets? No, no tragedy. 
<laughs> for you, tears. maybe. For the other man, maybe. There are tears. Yeah. <laughs> There's sadness. There is sadness. There is sadness. Um, unfortunately, Philemon loses his... Uh... Don't tell us the story. Okay. Don't tell us. People must come. Okay. People must come. Yes. Okay. But there is a tragedy. Uh, not for me, though. I don't know. Is so that, you're, the, that, so you're the other man, you wreck havoc and then you walk away cool. I don't walk away. No, but you see, okay, this is me thinking uh, if if it wasn't on stage, now we're done with this. And, and you know, I think I think they actually end up together. I Director? Think. I mean, life continues. <laughs> life continuing is up to the interpretation of the performance. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't think so. You, they you, have three you, you, different life-continuing <laughs> stories. So you, you can't, you, you can't, you can't handle Matilda. Oh, I can't. Like, like, no, you can't. I've been handling. No, no me, you haven't. You know. I took her right in front of you. Remember, <laughs> you, you were right there, and I took her. Well, there's reasons why you took her. Yeah, there's still reasons why. And I think and there's reasons why I got her back. And I think this tit for tat is the reason people should go and watch the suit concertized at the at Joburg, the Joburg Theater, Theater at the Mandela yes. uh, from tonight, the 15th, up until the 24th of September. Oh, we are coming. Yes, please. Yeah, I want to see. Please somehow do. I feel like Jack should win. Uh, Phil, should win. <laughs> Phil should win. Mm. And maybe he does. Mm. <laughs> but Orpheus will. Hey. I don't know. Peter, what do you think? Who should win? Matilda should win. Yes. Matilda! Yes. yes. Thank yes. you so much, Vusikunene, <laughs> Philemon, Brian Temba, the other man, Warunasiane, the director, the suit at the Joburg Theatre. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.